Well, I thought you caught it with your knees. It could I'm happen. Sh- I'm sure I know somebody who knows how to throw a football. Okay. Coach Gray Ramsey knows That's how to throw true. a football. Oh, smooth and he transition. Knows, he knows how to coach kids how to throw a football. That's true. Joining he could now, write a paper. He words. could write a paper. Joining us now on the image printing hotline is the quarterback and assistant offensive coordinator coach for the Spartanburg Vikings, Coach Gray Ramsey. Coach, how are you this morning? Good morning, guys. How are y'all? We're good. Coach, talk to us a little bit about having QB1 back under center last night and Raheem Jeter throwing for four big scores last night. Yeah, obviously uh was a big spark for our team to have Raheem back last night. Uh, it's been a long two weeks you know, for our team. I'm super excited for those guys to, to battle back from last night uh, and to get a, get a win. Uh, it's been something that has been hard for those guys. I, I think that they've done a really good job of doing exactly what we've asked them to do from changing their behavior in the classroom to making better grades to dressing better to doing everything that we're really trying to do with our player development program when you go through two weeks uh and you lose two ball games that you feel like you've got a chance to win it would have been very easy for them to you know say coach you know why why is all these things that you're asking us to do it's not translating to the scoreboard uh to show up and with Raheem last night you just could just see the confidence in the guys and have to be back and I was happy that he had a really good night uh, and that we were able to get out of there with a victory last night you know coach one thing that we've seen from you know Hillcrest this year in, in their first three games so they could sling it a little bit you know they, they've been able to put up some yards in the passing game put up a few points and they were able to kind of get something going in the second half and got back into that game but coach you got to be thrilled with the way that your offense was able to finish that game out you know keeping uh, the possession alive picking up a few big first downs uh how big is that you know to be able to have a game where you need first downs you need to keep drives alive melt that clock hold on to the game you, you got to be thrilled with the execution down the stretch offensively yeah for sure uh as an offensive guy it's fun to be in ball games like that we, we preach every single week you know it's our offense versus their offense we don't you know it's not really our offense versus their defense if we if our offense plays better than our offense then we usually have a really good chance uh, to win a football game, uh, to execute in the second half, and then a lot of new things with Raheem coming back in. Uh, he did a really good job of managing some of our four-minute offense where we're trying to slow things down. Uh, offensive line did a really good job of picking up some key first downs to, to eat some clock up late in the fourth quarter. So really, really excited for those guys to be able to execute. We executed a two-minute drive earlier in the game and then – uh, to be able to execute a four-minute drive later into the game where we're trying to slow things down. Uh, that was really nice to see, especially this early in the season. Coach, we all know the big names, Raheem Jeter, Drake Carter, Andrew Denton, Langston Green. Give us a player sometimes that doesn't get the credit he deserves um, for what he brings to the table offensively, and why is it Jay Staggs? <laughs> I'm glad that you pointed that. Jay had a really, really good night last night. Uh, he just brings so much to the table from an explosive standpoint. Uh, we're able to move him around. He primarily plays in the slot. Uh, he facilitates a lot of things, especially when we get into our orbit offense. It kind of turns into an extended triple option game. Uh, but Jay is probably one of the best kids you'll ever, ever meet in your life. Um, from his practice habits to who he is as a young man, uh, I was super excited to see the type of night that he had. Uh, and that's who he is. Uh, as long as he's healthy, uh, Jay's a difference maker for our team. You know, Coach, you obviously have a few games already in this season. You get to see, and I, I know this is the first game that you had 
you know, Raheem back full strength. And, uh, you know, what what are some of the things that you see on the offensive side of the ball more specifically that you feel is something that you got to fine-tune a little bit here? We've got a few weeks left before non-region's done and you move into the region schedule. What are some of those, like, the, the, the big emphasis that you are having to – uh, really improve this offense and, and take it to the next level. Yeah, I think with how much we give Raheem and the freedom that we allow him to have at the line of scrimmage, uh, there's not a single time that we we step up to the line of scrimmage where Raheem doesn't have the freedom to check into a play. Uh, that's from a passing game standpoint, from a run play, so he's allowed to get us in and out at any time. So I think the progression comes with him just becoming more comfortable. When we went into last night, you could tell that it was – and it was a good game plan by Hillcrest, especially with the previous two weeks and, and Raheem really not playing. They came into the game, and we're going to make sure that, that Raheem could prove that he could push the ball down the field, kind of limited streak in some of our run game stuff. Uh, and Raheem did a really good job of identifying some matchups early, and that's what we have to do. Our offense is a push-and-pull offense from the simple fact that we're trying to manipulate the box that we want to see in the run game. Uh, if they end up giving us numbers out on the edge, then we have to be able to identify those matchups, and he's got to be able to get us in the good place to take advantage of, of those friendly boxes uh, within the run game as well. So just a comfortable, uh, I guess, attitude for, for Raheem to have uh, confidence in what he's making and, and the decisions that he's making at the line of scrimmage. I think that's our next progression. Uh, we saw some of that last night, so that was a good sign. Um, looking ahead, I, I know there's already been one region in the state that's moved their region games up, and we know COVID is always fluid. Has there been any discussion that you know of with, within the region of possibly moving region games up so that you, you'll get them in this season? Yeah, that's something that we're constantly talking about. Um, fortunately for us, I don't think that we've got to that point yet. Um, now, it could change any day and it's been one of the craziest seasons I, I think it's funny when people tell you I bet you're glad that it's just back to normal this year and that's from a teaching or a coaching standpoint and honestly it, it's more chaotic this year than it was last year uh, but we haven't and I hope that you know just for our kids sake that, that we're able to get through um, our, our non-conference and not just so that it makes us better as a football team and gives us more opportunities to work as we get towards region but so that they get to enjoy a full season. You know, you're talking about a senior class has been through so much the past 18 to 24 months. Um, as much as we can keep it normal for them, I hope that we can. Uh, you know, our philosophy, and, and it differs from school to school, and I can't speak on behalf of, of every coach, but as long as we can play, we're going to play. Uh, so if that means that we pull up our whole JV roster to play a varsity game, then that's what, what we'll do. Um, but we want to try to maximize the opportunities for our kids. So right now, you know, luckily for us, I think there's still the, the discussion is to move forward as, as what we're doing. And we're trying to be smart. Uh, I think we went back to a lot of the protocols that we put in place last year to just to ensure that we could play games. Uh, the new guidelines that were put in place are, are pretty specific. And if you're doing what you're supposed to do, uh, I think that you can eliminate some of those contact tracing issues that you may have. So I've been proud of our guys and their behavior and their willingness to commit to the things that we're asking them to do to for their safety and to give them an opportunity to play on Fridays. So been really happy with those guys from that standpoint. 
Good deal. Coach, most important question of the day. There's a there's a small football game in Charlotte this afternoon <laughs> or this evening. Jordan, the number five Bulldogs and the number two Tigers. Who you got tonight, Coach? Well, I'm a Tennessee fan, so um, it's hard for me to ever pick Georgia, and, and I can't remember the last time Georgia won a big game. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the the issue for me is I don't like Clemson either. Um, <laughs> I, I would have to, unfortunately, even though I don't want to say it, I would have to pick the Clemson Tigers tonight. I think that um, they're able to go in to Charlotte and get the thing done tonight. All right. Thanks, Coach. Have a great rest of your day. We appreciate it. Yes, Thanks, sir. Y'all enjoy the day.